welcome to Mind Drama Podcast, where life coaches Maria, Flor, and Marta share their personal mind drama stories, dissect them, and teach you how to deal with yours using their tested methods and tools. Maria, our relationship specialist, is from Ukraine and lives in Guadalajara, Mexico. Flor, lifelong sailor from the Netherlands, lives in the UK where she employs horses in her life coaching. Marta, originally from Poland, is a mental mastery coach and a rock climber, living in the mountains of California. Ready to get into some mind drama? Let's begin. Hi guys, it's very nice that you're listening to us. So we are here today. My name is Maria, Maria Tereshenko. I'm a life coach and a team coach. And here's my two beloved friends, Marta and Flor. So, um, Marta, could you present yourself? Yeah, uh, Marta Tchaikovska here. Um, I live in California and I'm a life coach. How about you, Flor? I am Flor Holmes. I'm Dutch and live in the UK and I'm also a life coach and I have the help of horses to, uh, in my work to help me. So today we will talk about judgment. Judgment, I think, is a very important part of uh, interpersonal relationship and uh, it's misjudged <laughs> the word by, by people because there is a lot of negativity uh, connected to this word now. Because when we hear judgment, we imagine this big judge who is doing something and uh, normally we connect this with misjudging people. But judgment is just a part of our life. It's our survival mechanism. It's our decision-making mechanism. Because we, our brain is the pattern recognition computer. We see things, we just uh, recollect them, absorb them, starting from the very, very, very small age, like half a year, like when we are six months old. And the brain catalogizes it and put it in the special order. So when we see something similar with a very like, uh, like maybe two signs of the 100 different markers, we could make fast really, really in the split of a second decision. That's called judgment. It's not bad. It's not good. It's just part of us. It's formed during all our life, even part of it is genetic, just, but we will not talk today about this, but it's make during all our life. So I bring today with my friends to discuss this story that happens to me. And so we will show how the judgment works on this example. Okay. Uh, I live in Mexico. I told about this and I'm not an American. I'm not native English speaker. And, uh, but I'm white and blue eyes and European looking because I was born in the Eastern Europe. And uh, normally when Mexican people, this or somebody, this way looking, then decide that they're from United States or at least from Canada. The first thing they're from Montreal and speak French. This is the like, the <laughs> 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 they're these strange French people uh, that came from, from, the, from the North. So I was in Mexico City because I'm li not living there. I'm living in Guadalajara, a little bit smaller city. And uh, I took a, a cab. I took a taxi. And uh, a, this strange thing happened with me first time because it was my first time that I took a taxi. 
Because the driver, in the moment he saw me, and I told him where I want to go because I had a slight accent in Spanish. He changed something like click on him and he starts speaking with me in Spanish. And he was not a good English speaker. It was like, like, like pronouncing Spanish words with a, in the English manner. So I literally couldn't understand what he was talking about. Like... And then I said, okay, please don't do this. I'm not an American. I'm not a native English speaker. I even tried to say to him, I'm not speaking English, which is not true, I'm speaking English. Said, please talk to me in Spanish. And he was insisting and he was insisting and he wanted to establish the talk with me because he wanted to know more about me. He was really curious, but it was so disturbing. It was so like uncomfortable for me that at finally I, 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 there was no like way to me not becoming rude and said, please shut up I, I, in Spanish. I said in Spanish, I can't understand you. We, you don't speak Spanish. Don't talk, please. I'm very uncomfortable. I think it's so, I think it's so interesting, right? So for him, 99% of the time he would have done the right thing because most everybody's American. So this is his fastest way of communicating with these people. And yet, so this example shows that um, these filters are not necessarily bad. However, in this situation, he, he, it didn't work for him at all, right? So um, that was just a misfire of the judgment is how I see that. It, it reminded me a little bit about um, when I started to speak English, that I wanted to speak English all the time. So I didn't care if they didn't listen or not. I just, so there, there might have also been, been a part of him that just wanted to learn to speak English. What is, um, uh, and he sat in the split second, he saw, ah. It's an opportunity. There's <laughs> <laughs> <is> an opportunity. <laughs> and you know, it's, it's, it's very interesting. And I can completely um, uh, get into also that it's very irritating. <laughs> Judgment never, it never, switch off maybe maybe only when we sleep it's like a constant like constant process even if we just sit on the sun we perceive sensations and we make conclusions our brain do it all the time all the time all the time it's like creating things so um the difference that this situation when he meets judge he doesn't make different conclusion he doesn't like switch and adjust his judgment so he was still misjudging on this situation and there was like two parts of it like one part that he misjudged me thinking that i speak english because it could be easily because he i think he picked pick me up around the russian uh russian em embassy so he could pick up the other girl who really don't speak English. There is a lot of the Russian girls, they speak only Spanish. And uh, she would be freaked out. And uh, from other, he was judging himself because he was thinking that he speaks a good English. And mm -hmm. it was like horrible and understandable Spanglish. Mm -hmm. So, so I, I want to like, this, it's such a cool story because there's, it's so, it's so small cab ride, but it's so rich in, in everything. Right. So what stands out to me is that you got, um, very uncomfortable. Why did you get uncomfortable? Can you tell us about that? Oh, this is a very interesting ride because when we are misjudged, 
it's like we feel, I think, danger because we, I was thinking like this person think that I'm American, gringa. So maybe they, he thinks that I have money. Maybe he thinks that I don't know how the things are going on in Mexico. And he's playing to do something. And maybe he's trying to um, flirt with me. And I don't know. It was like, it, like, like you don't know what to do with the person when he's like placing you in the wrong place. Mm -hmm. That's I, so interesting. So you go into a story of, and I guess I think you can see that all around when that happens, and that's where relationship judgments and and fights start, isn't it? So you don't. So the judgment, you feel the judgment, and you don't know where that person is. So there is a there is a misplacement. Yes, that's so interesting. When we are misjudged, we automatically enter into defense mode. Mm. And like mm. I need to put myself in the place. This person is wrong about me. I need to defend myself. Mm -hmm. So the situation enters into the conflict, like in the moment. And look at look at what happens right then. You start judging him. He doesn't listen. He can't be responsive, right? So his judgment being so rigid activated yours to be really rigid right now we're like conflict <laughs> definitely because when we in the defense mode our judgment become rigid like because uh, like like our like flexibility in judgment depends on how open we are like and uh, the hormones when we feel stress they make our judgment very narrow like like very like rigid like so when we enter in the i entered in the defense mode automatically this guy may be dangerous he doesn't listen to me and maybe he's not understanding me because it was like when the more maybe my spanish is not good enough for him and he can't understand what i'm telling about so it was but then i so self-judgment comes out of the judgment again. Definitely. Yes. Gosh. It's it's all the time. It's like it's it's I I think I will listen to it's it's important to understand that it's never stop. It's a <laughs> constant process. We all the time we do adjustment, adjustment, adjustment. So judgment about the judgment about the judgment about the judgment, it's never stop. I want to reimagine this this cab ride, and I'm going to tell you a different story now, you guys. So I go into a, a cab, and I'm in Sao Paulo, and uh, the you know I'm Polish, so and uh, maybe I don't speak English, and the cab driver starts speaking English to me, and I really want to practice my Portuguese, so I say, please speak Portuguese to me, and so he does. And we develop a relationship where he becomes my teacher of Portuguese and we exchange numbers and we're still in touch, right? So, so this is the same situation where both of us kept our filters open, where he listened and I listened. And what can happen when, when we can be open to that, right? It's, it's completely different outcome. Right? It's completely, completely. Because uh, I had the... the very similar, I didn't prepare it, but very similar that I took the Uber and uh, Guadalajara and the guy, he lived most of his life in the United States and he was uh, deported uh, the year because of, of 
he didn't do his paper uh, in time and he was now punished for two years abandoned banned from his family and from united states and he also started talking with me in english and i said okay i'm local i i speak spanish but he said can we please speak english because i want to practice i don't want to i want not to like uh to forget the language i said oh, okay let's talk in english and he told me his story and it was an interesting talk and i think it was like a little bit nice for him because he told his story to somebody and get a relief because it's a sad story like he can't he see his uh, his children now for two years and it was completely it was very nice uh, and we said okay nice nice talk and thank you and i gave, gave him a tip after this and uh, mm -hmm. a very good memory about this mm -hmm. very similar situation but being open and listen to my response create the relationship mm -hmm. and both of you listened he listened and both of us listened right and we adjust our judgment mm -hmm. we we just we we, we just adjust, uh, adjust our judgment so to me what i keep on seeing when we are talking about all this is that we have filters right a filter makes it uh, uh, uh american this person's american right so if the filter is completely um no uh, it's completely black you can't see anything else. It's just American. But if the filter can be translucent and have some uh, variation to it, then it could be American, or if not, Canadian, or if not, maybe Russian, or if not, right? And then we go down these filters and we have flexibility. And it's the single story. Um, and if we only have one story in our heads, then we make every judgment that we do from that one story. Would you agree? Mm. that just popped up in my head because so his his story was she is an american and out of that i can only be speaking english it i think it depends because uh, i think it depends over the emotional charge which come with the story and uh, how mm, how flexible the person from the beginning from genetically how open it because i knew people that from the one event they create very strong like pattern recognition mm -hmm. and they're a person that need like constant like repeated event to create and even these days they have this open space because what matter you tell for me it's like more i have a filter but i always like taking maybe 10 percent that maybe my filter need an adjustment mm -hmm. it's like a professional photographer who's not like, like a difference like Marta, you will understand me because you are a photographer also as a coach when we switch in automatic mode on the camera mm. or the manual mode so when we in automatic mode the, the this is the judgment like rigid it's like make the focus and it decide what to oh, do i love it and then and then when the light changes my photos are all wrong nothing like yes because so it it's locked Mm, yeah, it was locked. But when mm -hmm. I have like, and I move, and I move uh, the ring on the on the on the on the lens, so I may do it, and so I have this opportunity. Okay, let's see. Maybe I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. So I think this is like this is like how judgment works in the open and closed mode. Mm. I love and, that. That's uh, such a such a good metaphor. And would it um would it what I started feeling when you're saying this is that what stops me personally from adjusting my filter is this when I want to be right. 
right? So you say something and then I want to be right and I'll just cling on to my filter. Um, and it usually has something to do with me trying to be helpful or prove myself or be valuable in the world. But I cling to that filter and it's not helpful. So would you say that maybe the guy couldn't, he, he was not in a really good emotional state, so he could not change his filter? Maybe not. Maybe he's just, I think like if you, some people, they are sophisticated, like uh, mirror cameras, and some people, they are like cheap, um, their <laughs> brain function like a cheap automatic uh, uh, base square old camera they, they they just create their filters and they always apply them it's it depends it's like not everybody's open but what you said is correct but it's not only emotional state if we are we are physically exhausted if we are tired mm. if we're not eating so our brain doesn't receive enough um enough uh sugar enough like like nutrition enough oxygen so our judgment will be completely rigid and i mean and i love what flora said about the driver being tired what if he really was studying to be uh, a, a therapist for example but he was just so tired that he was just like bah, i'm just driving this and bah, american you know like it's very possible <laughs> And, and you, you just applied judgment because he was sitting in the cab. So you're like cab driver, uneducated, doesn't know, blah, blah. We have all this, right? You know? Um, and so I think it's so important for us to see our judgments when we are met with judgment, how much judgment did we bring to the table, you know? Always, we bring it all the time, all the time. Uh, I guess what's really interests me in this is for you to explain a little bit how do we go from one to the other? How do we, what is the process that we can go through from having a rigid instant uh, judgment to having more open and broad and flexible? The first step will be being conscious that judgment is present. Because the people who are very rigid on the judgment, they think that they are not judging at all that they are completely like free will going so if we exclude the opportunity of this automatic thinking which is represent 80 percent of honestly of our decision making uh, we will exclude this opportunity to become like open so this i think the first step so like like ping small like attention this small voice in your head like maybe i'm wrong like like making this small like door like maybe i am wrong like like let's make a little bit more attention to the details it it's it's not difficult to put you in the more alert and it's make your brain work more and also train yourself like observing people what i like to do it's like looking at the bill when i'm in the public space some restaurant or some place and so i'm observing people and i then i think if my first impression is right so what i do and i try to think like be open okay what they're doing what are their relationship 
how they communicate and it helps me a lot because I just I just observe me it is make me more patterns first of all it's, it's create more patterns and more recognition but also develop my curiosity about people like like okay being like really really curious about person don't because what what is better because judgment will move us to the expectation like as soon as we put person in the same frame we expect something from <laughs> from this person so just try to get rid of it not 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 to be so like fast okay maybe this is frame okay but i will wait like two seconds to put it on <laughs> in my coaching training in both in, in the aquine facilitated coaching and within my coaching training we, we you get kind of told that you can't be judgmental with your clients at all so there's there has to be this, this, this kind of neutral space and in the equine coaching I'm, my trainer said um, you can have no judgment and I've, I've always been a little bit like mm, I'm not so sure what's your what's your take on that Maria so I'm I'm, I'm kind of I'm agree that you can you can train not to have so much expectations and therefore judgments even though some are just reactive within our body because we have experiences in our lives so it's also human to have that because of, as you said before it's it's um we've got them for a reason and they they also help us the judgment it was all the same in my in in my coaching certification it was the same try to be less judgment as possible but also it was you can't read get of it it's not like judgment will be present all the time so what i found during the practice that it's important to be curious like uh like like took from from bottom of you this childhood curiosity like because children they they less judgmental because they don't have so much experience of life so honestly because of this they they ask this like very difficult questions and sometimes they, they they like telling the truth very uncomfortable truths about people so like like waking up this inner child this curious child and enter with the client with these child and also like be conscious about i may judge so when the judge appear when when we die okay start, start making the client okay this is i say it up stop like, like okay let's let's the child back put him back put her back like this is not that is not right like i'm start i'm start like and we know when we stop being present with the person if we go even coaching or with imagine with a couple or with a close friend or with a relative in the moment we stop be present with a person we become judgmental the more present because presence it's being 100 with person listening to him like in all ways how he breath how he looks how he moves everything like like absorbing so more present we are less judgment we have I love this. And I uh, was uh, thinking uh, what happens to us when we watch uh, TV, that a TV is made so that uh, the judgments are already designed in the script. They're like, we want to make people think this. So they design actions that are um, very universally causing the same judgment to get the laugh out of people, right? 
Um, let's think about like some really basic TV that's just like obnoxiously like stupid, right? It's the, all designed to and to to make certain judgments. And what what is addicting to it is that we don't have to be open and present. We get to just like slide into the comfort of making the judgment. Oh yeah, right and. And there's nothing wrong with it necessarily, right? Because our brain also needs time where, where it doesn't, is not like 100% present and, and going 100%. Yes, because our brain is a, a, a huge energy consuming computer. This is the, the, the part of the, of the body that consume more energy. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's automatically it's try to be in relaxed mode also. So when we see a nice movie and we, it's predictable and it's just relaxation time, we laugh, we cry, we just live in this movie and we have a good time. Mm-hmm. And just being and living with, the, with, with the, the people. And when we see like a heavy movie, you know, with like heavy movie and say, oh, it was a good movie, but it's difficult to see and it's mm-hmm. heavy. And, and I, I, I come out of it tired. Mm-hmm. But from some sitcom comedy, we see it when we want to relax. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Totally. <laughs> Floor. So it just what came up is, is what, what, what tips would you give? people who are listening what can we do because we, we we can't change someone else but if we would change our perspective for judgment or being aware of it what tips could you give us or the the listener for uh, to change it um the first tip is uh train your listening ability and not listening only to the people just there is a listening exercises for example you may sit in your home or you may sit in the in the nature or in the public place and try to listen to the different channels and try to mark as much as possible for example there was like some car passing on the kids talking the coffee machine in the cafe the the clink of the of, of the pots and there's some moving from the tables and that so because it will train your brain to be present this is like the most basic exercise uh, of of the all the the second one it's like when we are with the talking with a person like try to really like listen to it but and asking questions uh like you want genuinely to know what he or she's feeling like with this enter in the in the talk with this curiosity of to know more like something that is not told so all of your questions all of your like experience will be will, will be will be centered in the person not in yourself make sure that the lamp the projector is not on yourself that it's point on the other person so if it's the projector on the other person you will be present with with him or her in the equine coaching i ask a lot of times if if my clients who they want to work with which one horse and I last my last client client asked said um, I want to work with the black one because the gray one is dirty while the black one wasn't so so what, what came to my mind it's so we also have a judgment just by a single story 
because what is the story behind being dirty doesn't take care of himself or but I thought it was just so interesting that in a split second even it was a it was an animal it wasn't even a um and we we, we worked on it and we made conscious uh, about it and just by just naming what he was seeing not the story so not he was dirty what do you see so the horse was um had mud on his sides and it had it had a, a, a yellow stain on its neck so rather than saying it's dirty <laughs> it's actually what i noticed within my client's work is it's very good to, to see what you're seeing rather and not having the story behind it mm. um, so it, it it makes me think of uh, circumstance is the horse circumstance of the situation the horse has mud on its side but the thought is the horse is dirty right? yes and so decide like this first very first step of finding in in our perception what is because we think horse is dirty well that's a circumstance look at this the horse is dirty right we this the thought often seems like the circumstance but it's not right so i think this is what you were talking about maria um, is stepping back from the labels that we give and, and getting more curious uh, in every moment what, what is underneath the label, right? It is what, what, what Flora is talking about. This is more advanced tip. It's like, uh, for example, I'm teaching people on feedback, how to deliver feedback. Mm -hmm. So I think the listening is the first step. Like you listen, you learn how to listen. Mm -hmm. The next step is learning how to talk because it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful example because dirty is judgment. I saw the horse, I saw the, the, the pattern on the horse and my brain tell me this horse is dirty. And so I tell the judgment, the horse is dirty. So when the person is learning to do the feedback it learn not talking this just stop like to, to retain the judgment but it's it's more difficult it's the second step mm -hmm. right and talking only about the facts mm -hmm. which is unnatural when we are telling the person i will make for example you are angry uh, i'm not angry we put them in the defense mode mm -hmm. but when you say your voice is elevated like and i felt scared this will be facts mm, yeah, because you can't you can't be in defense mode when somebody say your voice is elevated and say oh, maybe yes okay mm. so i need to talk lower yeah like why why is my voice elevated oh because i'm excited oh because i'm angry oh because i'm uh -huh. defensive right uh -huh. so so then we start making maps the listen exercise and also observation exercise just look what you see and look the small details, just like, okay, what color is the stain? What is like, what, you, what I'm seeing, not judging, but really what I'm seeing, like into detail. That will train our brain to be present. Just this will be the, the first step. Listen and see. That's awesome. Uh, well, I think we should stop here for this one and then uh, see you guys in the next one. See you guys in the next one. Right. Thank you. Guys. Hey, if you're ready to take charge of your mind drama, we want to invite you to get on a call with one of us. 
Maria is your person if you want to build deep and meaningful relationships in your personal and business life. Floor will help you grow your personal power using embodied wisdom of the horses. Marta will guide you in defining your mission and creating purpose for your life and business. Just head over to our Facebook page. We'll see you inside.